Life for the weird news again, but today's topic is werewolves. 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 Is a werewolf a cryptid, or is it got some other special? Good question. Well, that is. Is it a, a literary? It's a myth, isn't it? But you know, there are sightings still. It could be cryptids out there. You never know. Crops up everywhere. Those like vampires are in every single mythology. Mm. Well, that's a cool idea, I suppose. Isn't yeah, it? it is. To be fair. First, we'd like to start with weird news. Some random shit we found on the net this week. Have we got uh, new listens in new countries this week? I think so, yeah. So look what we got. Athena, Italy's new. Fort Pierce, Florida. Apple Valley, California. I presume that's where my, my iPhone comes from. <laughs> uh, Sydney, Australia. Leeds in the UK. A few new ones in America. Cincinnati. Maple Ridge in Canada. Dublin, Ireland, Cleveland, Ohio. Where's that Australia one? Berowa? Ah, oh, maybe, yeah, whatever. It's Australia. It's <laughs> <laughs> offended everybody in Berowa. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Thanks for listening, though. Uh, Ashburn, Virginia is number one. So thank you to everyone that's been listening. Yeah, thanks. So what we got for weird news, and what's the first one? Let's get the boys' views on this week's weird news. Scientists warn we should stop sending signals into space trying to contact aliens. Yeah, because there's no out there. There's plenty out there. <laughs> Loads out there. Loads. <laughs> I just wanted to trigger you, Ben. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> uh, the day the human race finds out we're not alone in the universe, will likely redefine society as we know it. Everything will change. I'd say so. Yeah, so would I. If we discover there's intelligent life elsewhere in the cosmos, planet Earth will abruptly change. Religion will no longer be what it was before. Makes sense. Mm. Endless possibilities in the terms of technology and science could appear, and perhaps the human race will then come together as one. Well, well bet on it. <laughs> <laughs> that's the idea in The Watchmen, isn't it? That, you know, fake an alien threat, and that's the only way to stop us yeah. from blowing each other up. Because yep. we all focus on blowing up aliens. The aliens We'd yeah. still fight amongst ourselves. Over which way was the be- Well, there'd be people who wanted to fight the aliens, people who wanted to fuck the aliens. The ones that wore the blue to- hats, the ones that wore yeah. the red hats. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> ones that want to worship, ones that don't. Sacred crusted stain. And- <laughs> <laughs> so that what they're saying, we won't be able to handle it, so we should stop. We should so- just nuke them immediately. Bring the human race together in one glorious baptism of nuclear fire. Yeah, as long as the nukes... On the aliens, obviously, not, not, but, not on us. Well, we'd have to, like, send our nukes through a wormhole or something, wouldn't uh, we? Yeah. Because there are none in the vicinity that we can see, and we can see quite far, apparently. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, maybe... So, won't I be able to but, detect them? Well, maybe they'll be kind Very of benevolent. True. Yeah, maybe they'll... The best-case scenario. <laughs> well, also, they might just be coming back, because, as we all know... 
from uh, the tablets and that were translated by our, our mate Zachariah. Zachariah Stitchens. That they seeded the uh, the human race anyway. There are ah. fathers and they will come Nibiru. back. Nibiru. Yeah, Planet X, they will come back. We're still waiting so, on Nibiru though, aren't we? I mean, that ain't changed a long time, time soon. to get round. It's quite well, big it was, out there. That fucking David Mead had it pegged down for Korea yeah. last year. We changed that three times. Oh, don't. He's drunk on his own. Who could say Don't judge the entire um, Nibiru possibility. Don't wipe it all out just because of one Belen's bad prediction. Oh, I'm sorry, it's just what does David Mead, Why does David Mead have any. Because he's a prophet. Any knowledge that never went there? <laughs> Allegedly. Well, no, he's not. No, he's not, because he's obviously just a shame to fucking take three times. He's, he's prophet, literally the opposite. He's categorically proven himself to not be a prophet on several occasions. If you're a right-wing Christian and you're a prophet, does that make you some kind of witch? So should you burn yourself at <laughs> the stake? Why did it always start with the big stuff like the end of the world? Why don't you start like, who's going to win? How many goals are Crystal Palace going to get away? Yeah. At whatever they're playing. It's a valid point. This weekend. Start with something like that. No, um, if it's Crystal Palace. Yeah. <laughs> you're a prophet. That's a real good event, Mike. <laughs> no, they always start big, don't they? And you, you know bound to make yourself look, making bold predictions like that, you're bound to make yourself look well, silly. Well, this is it, isn't it? I mean, just start with something simple, like you say, like that woman who was throwing asparagus onto the ground and predicting yeah. the future. She's got a higher success rate. <laughs> she has, David actually. Mead. Yeah. So anyway, what are these geezers saying from, and where's this from? This is some Curiosmos. Oh, Lord. This is one of those websites. <laughs> <laughs> this is one of your special alien <laughs> websites. I don't know what you're trying to say. <laughs> it was like the UFO Times, literally. Wasn't it? <laughs> it was, yeah, the Alien Times. <laughs> alien Star. Alien Star. <laughs> <laughs> Combining the Daily Star, but with more alien. Alien tits on page three. <laughs> it didn't alien. even go for one of the more like esteemed newspapers. The Alien Telegraph. <laughs> yeah, the Alien Telegraph, the Alien Express. No, the, the alien, alien Times. The Alien Star. <laughs> <laughs> the Alien Daily Sport. <laughs> That's what it might as well have been. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe. Have you seen um, that <laughs> Peter have released this image? It's like a, a sort of cow, like in a dress with tits, and there's like a grown man, like suckling, you know. It's a weird image. I think I've seen that on porno. But, um, exactly. That's what's making me laugh. It's gone It's gone viral because it's everyone just commenting like, don't think I won't jerk off today. <laughs> <laughs> it's backfired on Peter quite spectacularly. They underestimated just how sick and perverted and quite funny the internet is. Yeah. So, <coughs> they, um, they do make themselves look twats a lot, though, don't they? Oh, man, they must have some sort of new regime of, like, young people or something because, yeah, they... They've come across a bit. They they do more damage for their own cause, yeah. I think, by coming by being full on like. What were they trying to get banned? I remember the one of them is uh, Warhammer Forty Thousand. The models, mm -hmm. yeah, just just toy soldiers. Some yeah. of them have got uh, felts on. You mm -hmm. know, they're wearing their pelts, fur their wolf pelts. Okay, fur, and they're like they should ban those models, change the models. You're like it's a fucking model, love. Mm. No one's advocating wearing <laughs> a skinning a wolf and wearing it. It's just a model. That's, that's it. Yeah. There's nothing more to it. Well, a picture of a man sucking a cow's boobs, like, in cartoon form, is not going to put me off lovely, lovely milk. Look, in fact... Is that what they're trying to say, is milk? I've got, like... Well, this you can't call this milk, can you? It's, it's milk-based. Like, it's sugar with a, with a 
<laughs> splash of milk. <laughs> <laughs> milk based, you said milk. Uh, well, so to back to the news then, do you think that uh, we should stop trying to contact them, Ben? No. Do you think it's playing with fire? No, I, I can see why people are saying it. Can we scroll down because there's some options for... Um, so we get remote contact. Okay. So in this scenario, the Earth would receive a distant signal from an extraterrestrial civilization. It is currently the only research scenario of, of SETI, which is searching for extraterrestrial intelligence. Schetzer, who's one of the authors of this, considers this research as defects because contact can also be made in other ways. And then we get indirect contact through some kind of artifact. Ooh, alien artifact. Oh, everyone loves an alien artifact. Like, um... I won't be able to say it, but the... Onomua. Hey, there you go. Yeah. Yeah, like that. Yeah, so that's Onomua, basically. We find something alien floating next to us, and we... Re and we yeah. We pillage it for technology. An alien temple on a planet. Yeah, something like that. And then we get direct contact. So in this scenario, we come into contact with extraterrestrials directly with a flying object containing aliens... It's not been ruled, however, that such a spacecraft could be directed by artificial intelligence or by some type of machine. What's more important here is that this there could be no doubt this is communication with an alien civilization. Didn't this happen already? What, on a mover? No, 1947. Oh, Roswell. When, Roswell, or a bit later when I didn't have met the aliens uh -huh. at... Uh, Oh, I forget. That'll be an episode, actually. I want to do that soon. Well, it certainly didn't happen when them fucking owls turned up at that person's bar. The Kelly Hopkinsville encounter is yeah. valid <laughs> completely. And the Betty and Barney Hill one where they just took some really bad acid in Canada and didn't want to admit it. And then maybe got bummed by some little people on the way home. <laughs> <laughs> Perfectly <laughs> valid. That's my... Alien abduction. Mm. Oh, okay. Yeah, definitely. Probably. I'm with you, yeah. <laughs> Kelly Hopkinsville, definitely. No, that's, I'm not with you on that one. That so, um, drunk people and owls. Well, <laughs> then where were the owl bodies? Yeah, well, I, they hit them. <laughs> what, fucking four foot tall, them fucking owls? Are they, nice? they didn't hit a single one because they were so fucking out of it on moonshine. You can't not hit something with a shotgun at some point. Have you tried shooting it whilst drinking hillbilly moonshine? In all fairness, no. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> they were fucked. <laughs> they're out of the trees so well, not well, reliable witnesses yeah, I'm so afraid should we start should we stop sending stuff out no is my answer because I mean it could be really could be brilliant it is interdimensional intergalactic fucking you'd temple like to of think, light or whatever they are yeah you'd like to think if it was an advanced civilization, it would be peaceful yeah and it would want to help other civilizations like the Star Trek thing yeah but it comes at the Federation what is if we don't get them and we get Someone who is like the Independence Day aliens. Yeah, that's a danger, isn't it? Well, should we wait? Also, oh, right. I mean, Will Smith and Jeff Goldblum are still alive. Are we fine? But we're like, <laughs> to be honest, we're like a pebble in an ocean. You know what I mean? The yeah. chances of us finding something or someone finding us is quite remote. I think we're more like, like a, a desperate person on Twitter or like Tinder or something like that, or Plenty of Fish. Wait, we're just sending out messages. We never get anything back. Yeah, yeah. And we yeah, just yeah. keep bombarding the same like like. And we sent them nude pics. Yeah, like, on the voyage. You did. And, <laughs> you know, and they haven't got back to us. They're not interested. We should just sort of get the message, really. Do you and think they just alien, wait for them to come to us? Do you think there's an alien planet populated by like giant blob creatures? And look at them humans with their fucking spines and bones. Oh, oh. Disgusting bastards! Uh -huh. What's going on there? Well, possibly, or they could just look at the <coughs> way we behave and basically just go, nah, I'll be alright. 
Or it could already be an alien colony. Well, like that's a theory that's been put out recently that we are just a zoo. We're all stardust, baby. Sorry. <laughs> um, yeah. no, well, it's we, we were seeded by the Aranaki. No, uh, maybe. That, that I do believe. Oh, well, listen, I'm no more silly for believing that than someone who believes, you know, the Christian. No, no, I, I actually go for your theory more than that. Yeah. We, we come from space, you know. We, we're all stardust. And, so, uh, if you're going to believe in something, I've just picked that on. I mean, if you press me on it, I can't really just talk about it in any real detail. So I'm just posing. <laughs> like, you know, yeah, I'm a Nibiru and that's what I believe. Well, why not? Sod it. It's better than six days and fucking yeah. six nights, isn't it? Seeded by aliens, Prometheus and all that. Well, we came, something kicked off the old life evolution, didn't it? Yeah. Bacteria did come from space, didn't it? Yeah. Well, if it was Panspermia. Panspermia, so it was shot out of something. Yeah, it comes from space, yeah. Yeah, but what I'm saying is it was something ejaculated that bacteria. They, did. they could have done that. They think that maybe maybe yeah. Mars had what, life. Mars has got a dick? No, there might be some sort of supreme space being who just literally <laughs> spaffed off into <laughs> Panspermiated everywhere. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure that's what the scientists believe. <laughs> Seed in the galaxy, man. Yeah, all right. Well, like the Silver Surfer. Oh, yeah, he just travels around. He hasn't really got a dick, but imagine if he did have... Maybe, maybe his surfboard is his dick. <laughs> Spaffs off into yeah. space. Anyway. Great galaxies. So, I don't know. I don't know how we got there. Yeah, what have we got next? <laughs> Mum, 24, choked in front of family while stuffing Jaffa cakes in mouth for a trick. Choked to death? Yeah, oh. she died. Oh, God. Oh, fuck. Beth and Gaskin, <laughs> mum of one. She chose her death or trying to see how many Jaffa cakes she could put in her mouth for fire trick. Um, she stopped breathing when the snacks got lodged in her throat and she desperately tried to spit them out. And no one did the Heimlich. No one. They were children then. And they She's were traumatised by the sight of their fucking bright blue. <laughs> like they're sitting there thinking, she's not really going to die on Jaffa cakes. There's no, oh, oh. They could be quite dry Jaffa cakes. I'm not a Jaffa cake fan. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> Actually, she died five days later. Oh, fucking hell. So what happened with it? Well, she crammed Jaffa cakes into her mouth. Right. Collapsed at home. She was rushed to hospital. She died five days later. That seems odd. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't the uh, medics try and remove the Jaffa cakes from the throat? <laughs> she we just don't know what's wrong with her. She, hang on, a quote. <laughs> Read the quote from her quote mom. From her mom. I remember raising my eyebrows when Beth had started the game, thinking, how old are you? And telling her to spit them out. She was like a little hamster with her cheeks bulging. She danced off to the toilet to get rid of them. And it was only a while later, she realised she'd been gone a long time. A friend went to check on Beth and found her slumped on the bathroom floor. The <coughs> fighters arrived a few minutes later to give first aid before the ambulance crew arrived. Uh, uh, and then she ended up with extensive brain damage. That's why? And she died. Um, she was in hospital for five days before doctors realised the extent of the brain damage. Bloody hell! I mean, it's just it's it's a case of the Darwin Awards, isn't it? It is Darwin Awards, effectively. Yeah. <laughs> it's got to be a contender, hasn't it? I mean, don't get me wrong. This year's number one. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's tragic. She was a mum. Yeah. But at the same time. <laughs> 
Don't try and crack. I mean, we don't know how. The thing is, we don't know how many Jaffa cakes you can fit in a mouth. <laughs> Do we? I mean, how Too many? many? How Too many? many? Too many. Did she beat her record? Oh lord. Well, well, let's hope so, because she won't get another chance. Oh yeah. <sighs> this is from the Sun, by the way. I might point that. Out. <laughs> the gravestone here lies. What was her name? Uh, Bethan. <laughs> Our darling Bethan, sadly taken away by Jaffa Cake. <laughs> <laughs> Damn you, McVitters! <laughs> I'm surprised they haven't tried to sue, actually. Yeah. Uh, they couldn't breathe through the Jaffa Cake. Oh, yeah, because... They're going to have to warnings on packets now, saying, do not shove more than two Jaffa Cakes in your mouth. Or they put holes through the middle. Do not pretend to make yeah, them breathable. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, or melt me in your mouth, Jaffa Cakes. Can't, people oh, can't no. swallow anymore. No, well, it's, a perfect, it's a perfect marketing ploy. You drill a hole in the middle of the Jaffa cake, mm-hmm. right? Like you sell thing. those bits in a little bag. There's yeah. like the Jaffa cake middles. Ah. You make more money. And with your roll of Jaffa cakes, you could do the dick in a box. Yeah. <laughs> you can. You <laughs> <laughs> thought it was a Jaffa cake. <laughs> I don't advocate the dick in the box trick to anyone. I do. <laughs> <laughs> this the, the last quote says. I'm sorry, I mean, I'm not laughing at her death. It's just well, I, I guess I am. But it, the last quote says, "This just shows how fragile we are." Well, I think it also kind of shows how stupid some <laughs> yes. people can be. Indeed, absolutely. She's like a little hamster, oh. a little blue hamster. <laughs> oh. Next one. Yeah, yeah, I've got nothing else to add. Police use riot shields and loaf of bread to control a mental swarm. <laughs> <laughs> what made it mental? Well, it's a swarm, it's, it's just mental. Being, it was being violent. Yeah, swans are pretty violent creatures, yeah. aren't they? It says uh, loaves of bread, but the baguettes. Yeah, the I shield don't... and the baguette. <laughs> <laughs> they battering it with baguettes. No, they just what they're doing <laughs> is they're um, <laughs> shepherd it with a riot shield, uh, and while someone's it luring it with, uh, so someone's, someone's in front of it with a with, yeah. a, with a loaf of bread, right. trying to tempt it one way, and the other person's there with a riot shield trying to coax it. A I didn't see that. Three policemen with baguettes charge a swan. <laughs> well, they can't hurt another queen's birds. Swan aside. <laughs> oh, that's a, that's a treasonable offence. They've yeah. gone for the Queen, don't they, swans? Yeah. Look, at the Queen didn't hang them. If that swan hurt, like, one of the kids, or, like, I don't know, like my cat or something, I'd fucking beat that swan. I wouldn't care what the Queen says. How would she find out? Yeah, a fist fight, because they'll go back and tell her. They all know a person. I'd probably lose the fist fight with the swan, but I'd, I'd go for him. You what? feed beef burgers to swans. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get the reference. It's having an argument with that farmer. Okay. Like, you feed beef pickers to swan. He's like, well, so what if I do? It's good for them. A lot of fat in it, it helps them float. <laughs> and Potty goes, really? <laughs> no, you cretin. Well, I know what to do. If a, if a goose attacks you, you're supposed to grab it and grab the neck and squeeze until its eyes bulge. And you're like, no, they're going to slap it. Apparently, a goose's neck is the best thing to wipe your ass with. <laughs> what the fuck? Okay. <laughs> it's on QI. <laughs> Some guy went a around. Live goose. Yeah, he went around the country finding what live animals were best to wipe your ass with. Apparently, a goose's neck. Well, we use their jog. <laughs> <laughs> so 
from going on the 18th century or something. <laughs> well, you know what? That makes it slightly better than it wasn't a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> At least it was the 18th century. Fucking dying feathers. But then, if you have visions of me squatting over a goose, <laughs> you'll need several geese, won't you? Yeah, you would. You have to keep some geese in the bathroom. It'd be inconvenient for a start. I've seen yeah, a but they'd start to learn what was coming and be like, fuck that, mate. <laughs> I've seen a, a picture of a man shitting into a river. Hello. <laughs> why, why did you see this picture? What are you watching a porn of, like? An old medieval painting of a man shitting in a river oh, and the swans were eating the shit in the river. <laughs> well, you, you might have been corn-fed. <laughs> what a lovely picture. What a lovely image of Victorian Britain. Medieval Britain. Oh. <laughs> That's my history again. <laughs> oh, so basically this swan landed in a busy street in uh, Scotland, Inverclyde, Greenock, Inverclyde, 200 metres from its normal home in the park. So a pair of police officers armed themselves with riot shields and bread and spent about half an hour shepherding the bird back home. At least one other officer and two police vans... And they moaned their short staff and they're sending out fucking three police officers and two vans to ship with a fucking swan. Go and stop day. someone getting stabbed! Brexit Britain! <laughs> it was a slow day in uh, Scotland. Go and stop someone getting stabbed and we'll ship it in the swan and swallow find its own way back. Just give the swan an asbo and get done. Yeah. <laughs> Tag it, it, bag it, send it on. <laughs> I need a loaf of bread and a riot shield. <laughs> Immediately. Couldn't they have just tasered it and thrown it in and carried it back to the pool? Kicked it. <laughs> Hit it with the squad car. Smaced it. Yeah, a bit of CS gas. <laughs> Put a bag on its head. <laughs> Guys had sort of man, wouldn't he just come charging in with his van just run it over? Do you understand a fucking chance? <laughs> Queen Swan. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I don't. I swear for animals. Don't worry. Sometimes. Oh, I do swear for animals, even though you shouldn't. You really shouldn't. You know, is it always a deer? Well, if you get uh, deer, you're probably gonna you run your car off. Yeah. Or kill yourself. Yeah, I'll die. Yeah, that's definitely a possibility. But yeah, you're not supposed to. I find myself doing it, even though I know you shouldn't. Swerving for like squirrels and pheasants and stuff, because if you flip over and like maim yourself or like. Going to like hit another car, kill a family or something. You're like, but I didn't want to hit the squirrel. You just killed four like, people. You yeah, literally four people have lost their lives, and you're a paraplegic. <laughs> Is the squirrel okay? <laughs> no, he's he caught a fire. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the entire forest burned down. Yeah. Killed every animal in there. You should have just just bite the bullet and accept that it happens now and then. Yeah, you got to. No, that's your public service announcement. That is that is weird news for the week. So let's crack on with the main thrust of today's topic, werewolves. So, in folklore, a werewolf or a lycanthrope, a what name? A lycanthrope. Werewolf's definitely the better name. Is a human with the ability to shapeshift into a wolf, or at the very least, a wolf-man hybrid. Mm. Now, I, won't, I haven't gone into the skinwalker stuff. The Native American stuff. Skin walker, skin walker, skin walker, you are. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Are you okay? Fucking musical fucking prodigy of ruse and waking. No, I didn't make that up. It's a tomahawk song. Oh, right. Because that'll probably be an episode on its own, the Skinwalker Ranch stuff. Okay. And things like that. So I didn't go into that. So anyway, the transformation is either done purposely. Oh, for... Sorry. <laughs> As a listener, I just knocked over an ashtray. 
Sorry, Ben. It's all right. Professional as always. Well, we'll put in an edit here. Sorry, mate. That was funny, don't worry about it. No, leave it in so I know what a fucking Mickey Mouse. <laughs> what a clutch you are, <laughs> yeah. And the sound man just fucking whack ass chains <laughs> all over the board. Uh, sorry, mate. So, the whole transformation thing. That's either done purposely or when you're placed under a curse or affliction, often a bite or scratch, and especially on the night of a full moon. Mm. Now, early sources for werewolves, right. some of them, a guy called Petronius, who was a Roman courtier, that's about 27 to 66 AD, and an English chronicler called uh, Gervais of Tilbury, about 1150 to 1228 AD. Gervais. Gervais. He's a bit small and hairy, isn't he, Ricky Gervais? <laughs> <laughs> it does resemble some sort of uh, primate, possibly a werewolf. But there's some earlier accounts. These mm. things show up a lot earlier. 1550 BC, I belched then, sorry. <laughs> We know. <laughs> uh, King Lycanon of Arcadia, this is where you get the term lycanthrope from. Uh, he served human flesh to Zeus and was turned into a wolf as punishment. Do we know this to be factually? No, this accurate? is Greek mythology, so it's. Oh, oh, right, the key word is mythology. Um, so, 1440 BC, the histories of Herodotus, uh, the traveller Herodotus, writes of the Nuri people who transform into wolves once a year. Hmm. Well, again. That, this is mythology, or is this...? No, that's some dude going around, travelling, right. writing his chronicles, although it's really sexed it up a bit, Ali, in all fairness. say, we, we don't know this to be fact. Met these people, turned to wolves, they said they turned to wolves once a year. Wasn't there for it, but that's what they said. Yeah, I've met some people who have made some bold claims before. Never that bold. <laughs> like, <laughs> I turned to a werewolf once a year, but yeah, I think... I don't know, maybe take that with a grain of salt. It's not solid evidence, is it? No, it's not evidence, but it's just... Um, I think it's interesting how this stuff goes all the way back. It's basically a medieval this, this idea, comic book. Well, this is well before medieval period. This is BC we're talking. It was before the birth of Christ and definitely before the birth of Hulk Hogan. <laughs> well, his energy has existed forever. Well, in, his present, in his present form... He is literally a star, like a... Yeah, I, I won't yeah. Say. Anyway, he looks um, a bit like He-Man as well, doesn't he? With yeah. He <laughs> <laughs> He-Man's got a skullet. He rocks the skullet. Hulk Hogan is the only man. Well, and Shakespeare, I suppose. Yeah, he Shakespeare rock, definitely rocked the skullet. Yeah, it's man. an unusual haircut because I mean he's always had it. I don't remember. Them. I, I've I seen know, him, I've seen him wrestle with a full head of hair when he was younger, mm. but WWE. He that started skullet going was bald just very there. young. Yeah, he started going bald very young. But thing is. He needed to absorb the sun through the top of his head yeah. to power his, uh, his superpowers. His, his raging Hulkamania. Yeah, you know, he looks like a man who's powered by the sun. Superman, then? Yeah. Well... The closest thing we've got to a real one. OK. I'm a real American. Fight for the rights of every man. That's enough, we'll get sued. OK. <laughs> and he needs money. <laughs> when it comes crashing down. So, I don't know no, he doesn't need money. He won like a hundred million dollars from Gorka. Oh, really? Yeah, man. Oh, he was, yes, he did. Because he, he lost all his money. He, he won that suit. Well, he lost a lot of his money to his, his wife and his son having a, like, basically killing someone with a car. Yeah, and then the sex tape happened, but they illegally filmed him. And he got a top lawyer paid for like one of the biggest billionaires in america just because this billionaire 
hated this website Gorka so much he bankrolled Hogan's entire legal team and stuff and so Hogan's smashed the case Gorka went out of business and had to pay him 100 million <laughs> why did this guy really hate them if he they added him as being gay apparently because ah. they're just like a gossip shitty gossip site aren't they they released Hogan's sex tape without really having the permission to make it public yeah yeah they're just that sort of site so they don't exist yeah. anymore good fuck them yeah we got a 1578, a guy called Jack Rollet. This is obviously in the French court records. Uh, sent is found guilty of being a werewolf after trial. So you put him on trial for a werewolf. How did he find him guilty? Did he transform in the court? I don't know, but it's in French records. It'd be cool if he did. It would. He'd be a lot cooler <laughs> if he had. 1589, uh, a chap a... called Peter Stubb is executed in Germany after terrorising the countryside around Cologne while in the form of a wolf. I've heard about this one, yeah. It's quite famous, isn't it? Mm. Maybe he was just a hairy man. An ugly well, that leads, man. does lead us under something. Uh, I just get the, and of course, then, of course, we start to get the permutations of the myth. Little Red Riding Hood is a werewolf story, effectively. Very true. i got a bit more on that guy from Bedberg, if you want to read it. Yeah. Um, so one of the most famous werewolf cases is Peter Stubb. <laughs> a wealthy farmer accused of being a serial murder, cannibal and werewolf in the Rhineland in 1589. In the years preceding Stump's arrest, the country town of Bedburg had been plagued with horrors. It started with dead and mutated cattle, but bodies of town folk were also found amongst the fields. Initially it was thought that a wolf or wolves were attacking, but the creatures evaded capture. Finally, in 1589, a hunting party managed to corner the wolf with its hounds. When the humans approached, they saw a country report on a wolf at all instead, the hounds had cornered Stump. The most damning piece of evidence was that Stump's left hand had been lopped off. The wolf had left its left forepaw cut off. Since wolf and man are the same injury, wolf and man must be one and the same. <laughs> Stump confessed... Medieval logic. But it's a questionable confession at best. He had been subjected to torture, including the rack. He said that he made a pact to the devil when he was 12. He had been given a magic belt which allowed him to turn into a wolf. And he confessed to killing 14 children and two pregnant women. He ate all of their flesh and ravished their bodies. He killed his own son and had a sexual relationship with his own daughter. And if you're getting, if you're on the rack, and or then they take you off the rack and they start putting the thumb screws on you, mm. and then they get the red hot poker out and start branding you, you're pretty much going to fucking agree to anything, aren't you? Yeah. Did you fuck your mother? Yes. <laughs> yes. Just take the fucking thumb screw off. Yeah. That's why. Uh, evidence doesn't admit, work. Yeah, doesn't work. Evidence on the torture. But let's do it for a laugh. And then of course you had the uh, the anal pair. You ever heard of that one? The what? Anal pair. The anal pair? The anal I've pair. I've heard of the ass fuck twins. That's, that's a different <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, it's a DVD right. I used to have. <laughs> right, basically, is this um, metal device shaped mm. like a bit like a pear. Right. And they'd shove that up your arse, but it had a screw on the bottom. And when they turned that screw, it was segmented and it opened up. Oh, Lord. And it stretched you out. Wow. Well, that's a butt plug you don't want, innit? Uh, <laughs> well, I don't really want any butt plug, but I never know that one. <laughs> I, I don't know what to Just say. Stick to carrots. <laughs> <laughs> Just make sure you wash them after. <laughs> <laughs> a medieval dildo. Carrots? <laughs> oh, we're so juvenile. Ooh, and a medieval so... fleshlight? Marrow? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, he's a turnip. <laughs> Have you got the turnip? 
Zoyo Storm <coughs> was sentenced to death in the most awful manner. He was fixed to a braking wheel. Do you know what a braking wheel is? I don't. Basically, it's a big wooden sort of cartwheel that you're strapped down to. Just uh, spread eagled. And they break every bone in your body while you're on it. <laughs> How many bones in the human body? 600, is it? No, 216, oh, I think. Miles off. Isn't that what Sarah O'Connor says? And it's wrong. Something like that. 214, it's a couple out. I don't know. It's 200 and something, let's put it that way. I'm not a doctor, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> if I was, I wouldn't be sat here. I'd be working, I'd be overworked in an emergency room somewhere, <laughs> trying, trying vainly to do this with Skype in between dealing with stab victims. <laughs> well, yes. Uh, people who like, shove marrows at their arse. <laughs> people who shove marrows at their arses. I've been out of my, my phone out, Skyping you guys, and at the same time I'll be cutting into somebody <laughs> to remove a bullet. <laughs> well, thank God you're not. Exactly. So, um, he also had the flesh torn from his body with red-hot pincers. <laughs> his limbs were broken with a blunt side of an axe, <laughs> so he might not rise from the grave. Finally, he was beheaded, and his head was placed in a pole with the figure figures of a breaking wheel and a wolf on it as a warning to others. And his daughter and mistress were also fleed, strangled and burned. Fuck me, that's harsh, isn't it? Yeah. I wonder if he really again, was a werewolf. Well, it's not known whether the crimes are truly committed by Stump, obviously confession and torture. At the time, the religion, the region was deeply affected by the Cologne War. Stump was a Protestant convert and the region had been seized by the Catholics. His death was to the Catholics' advantage as his considerable wealth would fall to them. In addition, Stump's death would have also served a strong warning to other Protestants. Uh, so, so, so wasn't hey, a we'll torture him. <laughs> get him he's a werewolf. <laughs> he fucks his mum and his daughter. Yeah. Kill him all. I mean, yeah. it's a bit harsh on the daughter. Oh, well. Yeah. Beliefs about werewolves are far from uniform. Transformations may be temporary or permanent. Might not be that actual person transforming. It might be a familiar... What's that? It's like an old spirit guide. Okay. In the shape of a wolf. Okay. You know, like witches had cats as a familiar. Black, black like cats. Some Pokemon shit. You put, yeah, that's the best way to describe it, actually. It's a Pokemon, right? In the shape okay. of a wolf. Right. That does your bidding. Doesn't okay. have to be a wolf, though. It can be any form, can it? Well, a familiar can, but in this scenario, mm. it is a, is a wolf. It can be a homunculus. It could, it could be. <laughs> a Gigantopithecus. It could be. Yeah. Be a bit inconspicuous though. It would be. Yeah, but if you're using it to like, I don't know. Were they massive? Yeah. Like 50 feet to King Kong, basically. Yeah. Yeah, you'd notice one of them coming over the hill, wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah, but no one's going to mess with me. They wouldn't, would they? That's true. No, but, you know, good cannonball, cannon him, shot to the chest. I'd have him in a, on a chain in the front yard. <laughs> Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Behold the eighth wonder of the world! <laughs> <laughs> uh, fuck off. <laughs> Yeah, it'd be awesome, oh. bodyguard. Dutch's penis oh. returning. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Gotta cater for everybody. <laughs> I haven't. He's my Gigantopithecus. And you will not touch his Gigantopithecus. He might have a tiny one, anyway. 
Well, I do mind. It might be the Donald Trump of doing antipathies. Camilla's got tiny. Could a big yellow wig. My gigantopithecus will not look like Donald Trump. He'll look like Ari from Ari and the Andersons. Not the blonde version. With tiny hands. And yeah. a small dick. He's uh, got really small hands and a tiny dick for a big aim. <laughs> Why does he keep uh, you know, tipping the porno over himself? <laughs> Thick as full of piss. <laughs> <laughs> Loves a golden shower as my ape. This is why they died out. That's why his bleach blonde, isn't it? <laughs> In the toilet. He's full of piss. The ammonia. Well, I never. <laughs> my imaginary gigantopithecus has been savaged. <laughs> uh, not by a werewolf, though. No. Well, back to this fucking back spirit guide. The, no, the Pokemons. So, but werewolves in human form are said right. to have eyebrows of meat in the middle. <laughs> Liam Gallagher. Yeah. <laughs> Curved fingernails, low set ears, and a swinging stride. <laughs> I saw a werewolf <laughs> drinking a pina colada in Trader Mix. That's describing any Mancunian in the early 90s. Yeah. <laughs> Is that where the song comes from then? Yeah. Werewolves of London. Yeah. Must be. Yeah. Just because they were just mooching about. Yeah. Down. yeah. The swinging wall. This could literally destroy any person from Manchester when Oasis were massive. With a unibrow. Unibrow, curving it out as it is a swinging stride. Roy Keane have a bit of a unibrow. I wouldn't tell him that. I mean, he always turns me a werewolf as well. Yeah, I'm all Roy Keane as a werewolf. Dennis Irwin did. To explain, Roy Keane is an English footballer. Well, he's an Irish footballer. He played for Manchester United in the in the 90s, and was he's still pretty widely regarded to be the the toughest man ever to set foot on a pitch in the modern era. Possibly one of the most miserable cunts ever lived. Also, very he's a very dour Irishman. Sorry, Keane, if you're listening, don't hurt me. Yeah, but he was just a Forest legend, though. So he's figuring. He wasn't. He was a mob of Manchester United legend, Forest legend. Although he did. Brian Clough, was, Brian Clough, sorry, once tried to knock Roy Keane out, didn't he? I don't know about that, did he? Oh, I, I think he did, yeah, I think yeah. he admitted to it, yeah, Keane said, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. So Brian Clough, well, Keane said, Roy Keane? But Keane said, I, I, you know, I deserved it, you know. Well, I, so I love it when, uh, I didn't love it, but when Clough punched that fan, remember, yeah, came remember on the pitch, that. didn't he? Yeah, he did, Forrester got relegated that day, hadn't he? I don't know if it was, it may have been, but he, he punched his fan anyway. <laughs> And then they, they got the fan on the news, yeah. and the fan apologised to Brian Clough. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm really yeah, sorry yeah. for disrespecting you running the pitch. I was yeah. right, you should have punched me as an idiot. And also, <laughs> later on, about ten years later, that fan had made a big success of his life, and he, he thanked, he, it was all down to that punch, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that punch changed his life. Why has someone made a movie out of that? <laughs> <laughs> a little punch that could. <laughs> we would call it something different, but... <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Whatever. Anyway. Yeah. Fisting my way to the top. <laughs> yeah. That's much better. Yeah. Yeah, right. Anyway, one method of identification also oh. was to cut the skin of the accused mm-hmm. and uh, under the pretense that fur would be seen within the wound. <laughs> like an overcoat bag. Yes. <laughs> A Russian superstition says that werewolves can be identified by bristles under the tongue. 
um, but I like the Scandinavian version where usually old women who possessed poison-coated claws and had the ability to paralyse cattle and children with their gaze. That's my favourite one so far. Well, that sounds less like a werewolf and more like the children of the damned, isn't it? Like, Reaganized. Oh yeah, I like that film though. Children of the damned. Oh no, Villa like the what was the fucking film with the little kids, the little blonde kids in the little Trump? Mm-hmm. Village of the Damned. Village of the Damned, oh. I see. Village of the Damned. Guess... Christopher Reeves and... Oh, Kirstie Alley. And then all them freaky... Well, she was probably... Oh, then them freaky little blonde Trumpesque kids. You're seeing Trump in everything, though. You can't You're help obsessed. it, it's that blonde hair. It's, just, it's, become, it's, <laughs> it's become more than the man, that haircut. <laughs> that blonde mop, it's become more than the man. That's why Boris has cut his hair. Does not even know for an haircut anymore? Nobody else on the planet has got one, like... Oof. because of the weird construction job that's yeah. going on there. It's an intricate series of codes. On top. Yeah, it's like folded over from the back the sides and like fucking glued down or something. He's, he's rich metal. enough. Why does he have a fucking weave? He's too fucking arrogant, probably. Yeah. Ego. I have enough hair. I do not need a wig. True. Well, so at this point, you might be asking me, Ben, who do I become a werewolf? So, Ben... How would I become a werewolf? Well, apparently if you remove your clothes and put on a belt made of wolf skin, or a sub- as a substitute for the whole animal skin, because fur is murder, obviously. Okay. Um, you also rub the body with a magic salve, drink the wa- rainwater out of the footprint of a wolf. You can get attacked by a were- another werewolf, of course, bitten, scratched. Risky, that one, though. It is a bit risky. You may not come away from that yeah. one so well. In Russia, Italy, France and Germany, you could turn if on a certain Wednesday or Friday you stepped inside of the moon on your face. It's moon shining down onto your face. Oh. Is it only a certain Wednesday or Friday? <laughs> I was going to say, I said a full moon in Italy, but it must have been the wrong night. Oh, did you sleep all night Maybe. with it shining down on your face? It, it, yeah, it was, we spent some time staring at it. Maybe... Maybe I have been affected in ways that I didn't realise. Maybe it was the right day. Oh, your hair did grow quite quick. Oh, shit. <laughs> Bloody hell. <laughs> I got bristles under me tongue. <laughs> <laughs> did I slice you open, silly fair? No. Werewolf. Fuck. Melt down with some silver. Don't put me on the torture rack. <laughs> I didn't um, fuck my mum. <laughs> Fucking silver, how much money do you think I've got? (laughs) (laughs) Fucking silver in this house, mate. (laughs) Well, in that case, let's just hope it's not a full moon. I mean, the cutter is silver coloured. You can also profess your allegiance to Satan for the sake of your craving for human flesh. Well, Satan. Awesome. Yeah. So you, have to get your werewolf, you have to get your werewolf license from Satan. Apparently basically. so. Here's your permit this year. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Good one hunting. More, one more year of werewolfery. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Um, you can also divine punishment so you can be cursed by a saint or a holy man. Oh, shit. Why that saint would want to curse you to turn into a murderous wolf for a few <laughs> yeah. nights every month is beyond yeah. me. I've got a great, this is my favourite, little tale, but I think this would be a good film if you change certain details. Okay. So in 1692, an eight-year-old man named Thies in Livona testified under oath that he and other werewolves were, quote, the hounds of God. 
claiming they were warriors who went down to hell to battle demons and witches. Their efforts ensured that the devil and his minions didn't carry off the grain for that year. It's metal. Yeah, into hell. And then he insisted that when a werewolf died, his soul was welcomed into heaven as a reward. Now that see, change grain to like souls. Okay. I'm and you've got fucking werewolf soldiers going down into hell to fight demons. Yeah. It's like the 18. Oh, you've, you've sold me on that as a film. Yeah. yeah. It's the 18. As long as I've got that, as as I've got that backstage pass to mm. the big show. Which big show? Well, I don't know what it is. Whatever yeah. happens in heaven. Uh, so, uh, you be, so you want to be. No, I'm thinking as a film. Yeah. Oh, fucking awesome with that. I said if you had the option. So you got you know if you become a werewolf, right? You go fight. And you get recruited hell. by you get yeah. recruited by the werewolf mm. leader. Yeah, because he's there you. Yeah, thinks you're up and coming. Yeah, thinks you got what it takes. <laughs> Just come on, right stuff. Battle, yeah. de- battle yeah. demons and witches and me in hell. Yeah, mm. backstage past to heaven, baby. Yeah, yeah, we all get in. I'll get into heaven without going. We're the hell we're the hounds of God. Yeah. You get to fucking. You're a werewolf, mate. It, You're a fucking werewolf. If you just get to go straight to heaven without having to get recruited into the devil <laughs> army, the werewolf army. Heaven's of God, though. Well, I'd rather just go straight up to the to the big concert in the sky where it's all going to be... Yeah, like, there's a lot of rules, aren't there? Yeah. yeah you break one true. rule, then you're fucked. I think yeah, you've you done, you done your time here, haven't you? In fact, I think we went through it before. There's like 600-odd commandments. Oh. There's like... One person ever, like a blind nun in Buenos Aires, is the only person that's ever made it through. What a shit life that was. <laughs> <laughs> I know, yeah. It's like, honestly, it's like 600 commandments. Even for someone eating shellfish. <laughs> yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, getting tattooed. Well, I don't eat Yeah, shellfish. can't eat beavers on a Wednesday. Fish on a, <laughs> only, is it only fish on a Friday? Actually, I can eat beaver. <laughs> well, anyway, anyway, I still think that'd be a fucking awesome film. It does sound pretty awesome. Like I said, basically a squadron like the A team, but made up of werewolves. Yeah. They'll have a leader one, a big muscly one, a well, crazy one. Yeah, of course. A gun nut one. An angry one like Raphael in the Turtles. Yeah, absolutely. One who goes a bit rogue, then comes back yeah. to the light, you know. Yeah. It's, it's tempted. Sounds it's coming good. together. Yeah. Copyright us. If only werewolves, we could find some good werewolves to cast in. Well, it. copyright us, we'll, we'll, Hounds of Guard will come in the film. <laughs> hey. okay, like it was it. better than your last film title. Yeah. <laughs> so, alright. I can't remember what was it? I don't know. The whole bunch of good. It was shit. It just had it on my head. Whatever. Alright, so what if now you're a werewolf and you yeah. say to me, alright, Ben, I've thought about it and I don't want to be a werewolf anymore? Alright, Ben, I've thought about it and I don't want to be a werewolf anymore. Well, I'll tell you that the Greeks and the Romans believed in the power of exhaustion for curing their lycanthropy. Lycanthropy? Werewolfism. (laughs) The victim would be subjected to long periods of physical exertion in the hope of curing the malady. They just knack you out until you decide you weren't a werewolf anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Knack you out with like. Like star jumps, burpees, things like that, (laughs) constantly for hours at a time. You know, I'm not a fucking werewolf. Several prostitutes? No, not that way. Hard physical exertion. Breaking be... rocks in a quarry, maybe. Oh. You know, until, until you decide that you're not well anymore, <laughs> you just be worked. When if you die, you're just like, oh, well. Five minutes, I'd confess. <laughs> I guess he wasn't a werewolf. No, not for me. There were medieval Europeans went for the uh, four choices surgical, medically, 
Poisons and exorcism. Oh, Lord. Uh, these Poisons and exorcism. Sorry, sorry. There was three. I sorry. misread my own notes. There was three. Surgical, medical, exorcism. Uh, the medical one was uh, they used a plant called wolfbane on you, which is actually extremely poisonous. Yeah. <laughs> exorcism. I'd pick that if you one. live, you're a wolf. If you die, you weren't a wolf. Yeah, pretty much. Like Jeremy Mitchell. Yeah. Unfortunately, he died. Mm. Uh, a Sicilian belief was that a werewolf can be cured by, and I'm going to quote, striking it on the forehead three times with a knife. Now, I'm assuming that's not point first. <laughs> Otherwise, yeah, that would solve your werewolf problem <laughs> quite comfortably. <laughs> but at the same time, I'm presuming they want the guy to live. So I'm guessing it's the flat of the knife, the flat edge. Yeah. And um, stab it like or, or you pierce their hands with nails, and apparently that works. <laughs> I'll take the flat of the edge three times on my forehead, please. Just, oh, yeah. God. Um, you can convert them to Christianity. That also works. Oh, no. a likely tale. And then in the 19th century Germany, silver coins, silver bullets came in, comes into the equation, or silver generally. Mm. And now apparently the beast of um, Gewolden, which is in Germany, is an 18th century wolf or wolf-like creature was shot and killed by a silver bullet. It was overrun by werewolves. Oh, dear. Oh, and a clever lad suggested they gather their belt buckles, goblets and silver buttons melt them down into bullets for their muskets, and lo, did they slaughter the werewolves. Wow. Yeah. I like a medieval comic to me. Yeah, it does, that sound good though, doesn't it? Hey, bring us your silver, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Why are they scouts in Bavaria? Why not? Because <laughs> yeah, the scout has got it figured out, he's got a journey. <laughs> and fucking, uh... Realise you're going to get killed because you're not a scouse of life. Fucking werewolves. <laughs> I need your fucking silver. <laughs> I haven't seen werewolves when he comes since you turned up. I cannot understand what he says, Englishman. <laughs> fucking silver. <laughs> We're going to make fucking bullets at the fucking silver. No, it's a scam. He's just saying that <laughs> to get their silver. And then he's going to do a runner. It's a heist movie, trust me. Du bist ein Dumpfkopf. Fucking Silver. You made him scouts. <laughs> yeah, I thought, why not? Just went with it. <laughs> so, but is the idea then that they died because they were shot with silver? Yeah. Or is it? Oh, silver, so, the silver bullets. Why would they be allergic to silver? No idea. Just because they are. Is there any scientific reason? It's based on religious reason, to be fair. They're yeah. unholy, unless, of course, they're the hounds of God. Well. Do you want to hear Wolves Among Us, five real-life werewolves from history? Yes, but can we call a piss break first? Yes. Thank you. When you say real... Hang on. <laughs> well, I mean, when you say five yeah. real werewolves... Yeah. I mean... Oh. It's from CNET.com. <laughs> I mean, you don't mean real. Do I watched some YouTube videos earlier that yeah. weren't very good. Okay. But purported to show uh, real werewolves. So it's like, well, that's... Mm. That's not good. That's CG. <laughs> yeah, it's like all the lizard eyes, isn't it? Yeah. It's like the it's Slenderman the... thing and stuff like that, isn't it? It's just... If you see the lizard eyes, you yeah. know, and... Yeah. Very... There's like a glitch in the camera. It's like, look, look, the eyes changed for a second. Clutching at straws. That's... Yeah, well, I guess they're no different than us, Ben. It's just, <laughs> you know, they're not as handsome, are they? Well, very true, very true. And a bit more mental. Holy <laughs> <laughs> just. <laughs> yep. They're another notch up the Alex scale. Right, let's call that piss break. <laughs>
So we're back. Let's hear about uh, Manuel Blanco Romasanta. Wow. He was Spain's first documented serial killer. Wow. In 1853, Blanco admitted to 13 murders, claiming he was not responsible as he was suffering from a curse that had turned him into a wolf. Although this defence was rejected at trial, Queen Isabella II commuted his death sentence to allow doctors to investigate the claim as an example of clinical lycanthropy. Is that how we were saying it? No. I was in lycanthropy, but I think, that's, I think lycanthropy is right. Maybe, Werewol I don't know. Werewolfism. Werewolf werewolfism. We're very professional. Um, Blanco has become part of Spanish folklore as the werewolf of Alarez, or less commonly as the tallow man. So named for the rendering of his victims fat to make high quality soap. That's Fight Club! <laughs> Fight Club with werewolves! It is, yeah. So we killed them and made soap out of them. Yeah. What a very clean werewolf. Yeah. Yeah. Well. In the 18th century. The Beast of Gavaudan. Yeah. The Beast was first spotted by a woman tending cat in the forest near La Hoine in June. Her bulls scared it off, but not long after, it attacked and killed a 14 year old girl. Over the ensuing months and months, sightings and attacks mounted. Those who had seen the beast described a large wolf with unusual red fur streaked to black, and it was prolific, according to a 1980 study. There were 210 attacks in all, 113 of which were fatal. In 1765, King Louis the 15th decreed that the French state would help slay the beast. Ooh, I hope he sent some knights out. Hmm. Awesome. When the appointed professional wolf hunters, uh, young Charles Marc Antoine Valmez d'Anvale and his son Jean Francois failed to kill the beast, the king sent Lieutenant, Lieutenant, sorry, not British, Lieutenant of the hunt, Francois Antoine instead. Antoine slayed three giant grey wolves and yet the attack still continued. Oh, it wasn't until local hunter Jean Chastel. Everyone's called fucking Jean in this. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> Shot a wolf on June 19th. In 1767, the attacks were declared over. Nowadays, it's thought the beast of Gavardin wasn't a single wolf at all, but many individuals. When France went on a wolf killing rampage, those wolves were slain one by one until none were left and the attacks abated. Not the killer wolves unusual, according to historian Jean-Marc. <laughs> wow. Morisau, some 7,600 people were killed by wolves in France between 1362 and 1918. Fuck, that's a lot. Well, it's not, I suppose it's... It is quite a bit. It's a few dozen a year, isn't it? So, it's not a story about werewolves. It's a story about Jean. It's a story about Jeans and wolves. Mm. And I thought this was five real werewolves... Oh, I suppose real stories doesn't mean that the werewolves are real. Mm. You've done that one, haven't you, Livonia? Yeah. The Hounds of God, Mike. Yeah. That was Copyright. <laughs> the Wolf of Ansbach. In 1685, a wolf was terrorising and killing humans in the town of Neusses in the Principality of Ansbach in what is now Germany. This was not unusual, but the town's chief magistrate, Michaeli Liked, had just died. He was a cruel and unpopular man. <laughs> <laughs> His name is Liked. <laughs> Probably pronounced it wrong, it's going to be Liked. Probably Licked. Licked, I think. Uh, you wish. <laughs> it was a cruel and unpopular man. <laughs> and it was said that the wolf visited Licked's residence 
So I think it's legged. <laughs> is it legged? I don't know. So it was only a small leap for people to claim the wolf was legged. Licked just sounds <laughs> Returned as a werewolf. Don't you mock me in my failed A-level in German, sir. <laughs> Returned as werewolf for his sins. The wolf's death was not terribly eventful. The people organised a hunt and chased the wolf into a well and killed it. Oh, wow. What they did with his body is pretty macabre, though. They paraded it through the streets and prepared it for display. They cut off its muzzle, Ooh, dressed it in harsh. human clothes, and placed a wig on its head and a mask on its face so it re- resembled Lecht. They then hung the body from a gibbet. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Yeah, so that's, that's just a hanging pole. Oh, is it? So everyone might enjoy the sight. After some time, the wolf was removed from the gibbet and its corpse preserved and put on permanent display at a local museum because that's not weird or creepy at all. No, no, it isn't. Wow, well, that's... Uh... Um, again, a wolf. Wolves have got a bad rap, really, haven't they? It's just your bog-standard wolf. Yeah. Why, why, wolves, why do we like dogs so much, but not wolves? Well, because dogs don't... Really face off them killed seven thousand people between, you know. Yeah, well, there is that, but why? Why you know, dogs and wolves are the same? They come from the same uh, genome. Yeah, but dogs are the friendly ones, though, aren't they? That have been bred. They're so far away from being a wolf. Oh well, yeah, I mean, it's not even. Imagine pugs in the wild. It's like comparing like Brock Lesnar to like me. Do you know what I mean? Well, you've got a neck for a start. We're both humans, but we're not the same thing. We're not the same type, mm. you know? But, uh, yeah, I, well... It doesn't science stuff. Yeah, go on, Mike, give us some science. Really? We mentioned it earlier, clinical lycanthropy. Okay. It is actually a, a rare psychiatric syndrome that involves the delusion that the affected person can transform into, has transformed into, or is a non-human animal. Its name is associated with the mythical condition of lycanthropy, a supernatural affliction in which humans are said to physically shapeshift into walls. Oh, wow. Well, and hyper... Hypertrichosis? Werewolf syndrome. I've seen that wolf boy who works in the circus. Yeah, that's pretty much it. He's got... Yeah. yeah. There was a, there was an aristocratic family in Spain in like the Middle Ages who had this. Mm. One of their paintings, that family portrait, and they've all got these massively hairy faces. Yeah. Even well, children. No, no. Genuinely. Can't be, can't be true, can it? I saw it. I don't know. That's how Robin came to be, wasn't it? Genetic defect, they all had it. It's passed down. Well. Uh, yeah, like this geezer you can see there. Yeah, they're all like that. Exactly all like that. Yeah, it's an abnormal amount of hair growth over the body. The two distinct types of hypertrichosis are generalised by hypertrichosis, which occurs over the entire body, and localised hypertrichosis. You scroll down, you won't see that picture, will you? It could be either congenital, present at birth, or acquired later in life. The excess growth hair occurs in areas of the skin with the exception of androgen dependent hair of the pubic area face and axillary regions i think i've got the local one on my bum mm. Sorry. Well, you know happens to us all the age gas yeah uh, getting old you know, I found that ear hairs growing at alarming rates. Yes. Yeah, me too. Nostrils. Nostril hairs. I don't think the nostrils, just the ears. 
Yeah. Painful as fuck to pluck them out, innit? No, John Doe used to be an old trimmer. Yeah, well, I remember, you know, like Red Dwarf 7 where Rimmer's plucking his nostril hair. I remember watching that when I was like 16 and thinking, why is he doing it then if it hurts that much? So I, I would never pluck my nostril because I didn't have any. And then, now I know, it needs to be done. Yeah. If one does not want to gross out the opposite sex. Very true. Or pigeons, you don't attract pigeons. You certainly don't. They like swoop down and try and take some for their nest. <laughs> well, maybe. <laughs> oh, what else you got there, Mike? <laughs> That's it, really. The werewolves. Oh, no, we've got the films. Yes, the films. Okay. This is from ranker.com. That's ranker with an R. <laughs> uh, These are the best werewolf movies ever made. Okay. Number one, <laughs> an American Werewolf in London. I'd probably go with that. Yeah, so would I. I actually saw it a couple of years ago, so it's still... I did watch it when I was about 12 last, but... Shockingly. I remember it being good. Shockingly. Rick Don't go on the walls. Shockingly. Never seen it. Wow, really? Never seen Being it. Being a film student and all? Mm-hmm. Wow. It's about fucking werewolf, isn't it? Yeah. No robots in that. <laughs> <laughs> You've got to watch that Love, Death and Robots. Oh, I'm going to, yes. Yeah, it's brilliant. Okay. Animated Black Mirror. Mm. It is fucking amazing. There's some you'll really like as well. The, the heist one you'll love. Okay, the, the farmer one you'll love as well. Farmers in mech suits mm. fighting aliens. Yeah, that sounds good to me. Yeah. Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> the Howling, the number two. I think yeah. I've seen I've it. I've seen it a long time ago. I haven't seen Silver Bullet, which is number three. No. Wow. Uh, Starring Gary Boosie. Yeah. 85 Stephen King uh, novel. Never seen it. No. Underworld, I've seen. Hey, I've seen that one. They yeah. all blur into one for me. How many of them are there? There's quite a few, I don't know. Yeah. The first one I remember being quite good. It wasn't too bad, like, and then uh, I think the sequels I was forced to watch my ex, and they weren't so good. Yeah. It's got Kate Beckins there. And my personal favorite, well, I suppose, my second choice, my personal second choice, Dog Soldiers. I fucking love that movie. I have seen this film. Yeah, it's good film. film. I fucking do really love that movie. Um, six, The Wolfman. 1941, Bella Lugosi. No, I've never seen that one. No, can't say I've seen that one. Uh, the Wolfman. Yeah, Anthony Hopkins, Sugar Weaving. I'd probably watch that. 2010. I've never seen that. No, neither have I. Never heard of it, but it's got a decent cast. Number eight, Wolf. I've seen Wolf, Jack Nicholson. That was alright, I remember at the time, but it wasn't anything special. I've seen bit, I remember bits of it, we had that on VHS. Number nine, Ginger Snaps, I really like this. I haven't seen that. Have you never seen it? No. I like the the remake, not the remake, one of the sequels as well, it's like set in colonial sort of America. Alright. Yeah, it's really good. Okay. It's like a teenage sort of film, like yeah. the werewolves. It's, yeah. it's pretty good. Underworld, Rise of the Lycans, the Underworld film. Yeah. Number 10, uh, 11, Van Helsing. I like Van Helsing. I quite like that when it first came out. Yeah, I still like it now. It's a Sunday afternoon mm. film. Mm. I've got to think too much. A bit I'm cheesy. Usually, I'm usually a bit hungover. I've got to think too much. Hangover movie. Yeah, definitely. No, this is my favourite one, number 12. Teen Wolf. Oh, yeah. Classic. I don't. I, I watched that film a long time ago. Yeah. I do remember. I don't remember much I, of it. I, I, I remember the basketball scene more there than. Classic. Michael J. Fox. 
Peak powers. Number 13, Wolfen with Albert Finney. Yeah. 1981, never seen it. No. Well, I like Albert Finney, he was a good actor. Never heard of it. Underworld Evolution. Okay, well, there really isn't that many good werewolf films. Is uh, Red Riding Hood, technically a werewolf uh, film. Let's not focus so much on the film with Red Riding Hood, but the story itself. It's a werewolf mm. tale. Yeah. I mean, in the, in the original uh, Brothers Grimm one, uh, tale, no. the, the wolf you know, just devours the grandmother and takes her place. And all this hiding inside in the woods and cutting his axe and cutting the stomach open and the grandmother mm. escaping. No, no, he butchered her. Has anybody seen this series, The Deuce? No. No? No. no. Doesn't that it's mean a poo? A deuce? <laughs> <laughs> I think it does, yeah. <laughs> Basically, it's a strip of New York in the 70s. Right. Where all the seedy brothels and the peep shows and the, all right. it's it's basically story centered around the pimps, mm. a bit of the police and stuff. Got that and pimp life. Yeah, and there's a, a pimp's pimp love. Easy man. Uh, pimp's love is different from any other kind of love. And uh, the second series is 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 more focused on the sort of uh, the pornography world. Because mm. the seventies, it's deep throat. Yeah. So what? they in, in this, it's like a fictional deep throat. It's a deep mm. throat. It's a X-rated Little Red Riding Hood. Oh dear. <laughs> well, I'll look out for it. Yeah. <laughs> it's basically the series of Taxi Driver. It's that sort of. No, oh, alright. It's that sort of era, that sort of. Uh, okay. Environment. Good. It's good. It's the same people that do the wire. So. Oh, alright. Right. Okay. Yeah. Cursed. Uh, Christina Ricci. Shannon no, Smith. No. Company of Wolves. Angela Lansbury. Wow. The Quite Curse well. of the Werewolf, Oliver Reed. I don't know what's that one. Alan likes her, doesn't he? Alan Partridge. Does he? I can't remember. I think it was Sue Cook, you know. Oh, there's a couple <laughs> of them. Sue Cook. Who <laughs> was Sue Cook? That name rings a bell. Was TV presenter. Yeah. Was, was she on travel? some travel mm, program? Yeah. I wish you were here or something like that. Yeah. And, uh, sorry. This fresh is a early 90s yeah. British primetime television. <laughs> The Curse of the Werewolf with Ollie Reed. I'd probably watch that. Ollie mm. Reed's usually pretty steady. Yeah. Even if he was smashed most of the time. <laughs> Underworld Awakening. I think that's the one I've seen, actually. No, me neither. Uh, Bad Moon. No. Oh, shit. How many are on this fucking uh, list? <laughs> 25. Oh, that's not so bad. Lady Hawk, 21, never seen that, never even heard of that. No. An American Werewolf in Paris. Yeah, I've seen I've that. I've seen that once and it was nowhere near as good as. The it wasn't great. This yeah, is at number 22. Yeah, it, it was just fun. shows. Yeah. Ginger Snaps 2, that's Unleashed. A, that's the one with the. Uh, no, it's not the one with the um, the Colonial Soldiers. That's the, the next one, that's 24, Ginger Snaps Back. Ah, that's a, that's a time travel movie then. Mm. Yeah, and then the Brothers Grimm at 25. That was a decent film. Yeah, I think I saw that. Was there a werewolf in that film, Your Highness? I don't think there was. Was There, there was a oh, was monitor. A monitor. Oh, yeah, he wears a monitor's cock around his neck. Sorry. <laughs> his friend gets raped by it. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually not a bad film. It's quite good. Thaddeus. That was a list of shite. <laughs> nah, there's a couple of good movies on there, I guess. I haven't seen any of them, so I'm not qualified to come in. Yeah. I like the myth of werewolves though. You got the old silver bullet, werewolf hunting. It'd be cool to be one I guess if you I actually like could be half man. I'd be a hound of God copyright. I'd like to keep my brain though, I'd like to be like, you know you know, I can uh what was that fighting game? 
Tekken where one of them's just got like a puma's head. Yeah. Like, I'd like to have my human brain inside mm. there though. If you know what I mean. Yeah. I'd only be thinking like a werewolf. And that depends on which kind of werewolf you are. If you're the one that transforms into a literal wolf, then I mm. guess, yeah, you've, you've you still got that human element. I want to be a man with the upper body of a wolf. Yeah, that's what you're going for. Yeah. And there's actually a really good fucking werewolf story in that Blood, Death and Robots. Okay. Uh, spoiler alert, werewolves are a thing and they're enlisted in the US military. Oh, awesome. Well, there you go. I would like the upper, yeah, I'd like to be a, a centaur type thing but with a werewolf. Top off, human brain. And I'd like to have control of it, like if I meet a pretty lady. Yeah. I'd like to be able to just switch back on my when I want to. Not like when the moon goes away or something daft like that. That makes sense. Yeah. I want to go fight demons in hell. Yeah, I want Hounds of God style. <laughs> I think it starts start small. Start, I, mean, I mean, I might start with some local criminals. Demons and, demons and witches. Uh, no, I just start like cleaning up local crime. Start. <coughs> and that's how you get noticed, isn't it? Support your local community. You're a werewolf. You're your local friendly neighbourhood werewolf. Yeah, you get a uniform. Give a card out. With a cape. Oh, you, just, you need a cape. You're a fucking wolf, man. Remember, yeah. God that speaks more than any cape. <laughs> I guess. God turns you into a wolf, man. Yeah, so but you, you, need, you need permission. Hell, what you've done is you've rejected that for a bit. You're going to have to fight. Ah, right. And then the, your, your mentor hey. turns hey. up. Hey, hey, He's hey, like, hey, we've got a mission here. We're going into hell to get the grain back or the souls or whatever. We'll work on, we'll work on that. My hey, werewolf, you crazy dim, motherfucker. My werewolf dim in my fantasy doesn't come from God, it's from a laboratory. Like, it's a serum that I've been given. Ah, uh, I see. No, I don't want a God involved. Yeah, but for the film... Huh. Well, I'm just... Hounds of God, I mean... I'm just thinking for my own fantasy, you know. The Christians will lap it up. It's fucking amazing. You know them women that go to Crufts that really appreciate dogs? Mm. Like, really appreciate dogs? Do you reckon I could get one of them to fuck me while I was a dog on top and a man on the bottom? <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, I'd imagine so. Well, yeah. I could probably have an orgy at Crubs. Yeah, well, fair enough, yeah. <laughs> I think whichever way around you did it, to be fair, I don't think it would matter too much. Oh, man. That's <laughs> <laughs> what it's like the cat says with that fish, where she's a fish on the top half. And a human on the bottom half, and he's like, "Yeah, the other way around would be stupid." And <laughs> <laughs> then <it> winks. <laughs> you know, he's a pervert. Pushing the dwarf. Mm. Oh, so that's that's werewolves then. Well, that was fun. I don't believe in them, but it doesn't mean they don't uh, exist. It's like the vampire thing, though, isn't it? I mean, like mm. they're in every culture. Yeah. We're not saying that vampires exist. Mm. We're not saying that werewolves exist, but they seem to be this one of these. Myths that goes through every single human culture. Oh, because it's... Or maybe they need a way as, you know, as well to explain these odd hairy people that turn up now and then, and hmm. then you do get the odd psycho who eats people's flesh and makes soap out of them. He's, you also get that, that old hermit that lives in the woods who's unshaven and really hairy, and you know what, maybe he kills some kids one day, they think he knows a werewolf. <laughs> and people are thick as fuck. Yeah, they so, certainly were back there, they were even fucking werewolves. I certainly am. So, yeah, werewolves... They definitely exist in literature and as an idea, but do they exist as a real thing? To no. me, I'm going, no. Well, there was the dog man of Hull. You remember that? <laughs> oh, well then. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, well, now you just mentioned the dog man of Hull. I've got to change your mind and go for it. Yeah. They're real. So, oh, oh, man. the fence, they're real. 
Mike's finally off the fence. <laughs> <laughs> dog man of Hull. <laughs> hey, it was easy that German Shepherd, if you remember. They're all dog men in Hull, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> Probably so, just draw Hull listeners. <laughs> fine university. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, werewolves. Weird news then. Weird news, yeah. especially weird news and full Alex. Yep. Let's get the boys' views on this week's weird news. Man accidentally circumcised in hospital mix-up. <laughs> oh man, imagine well, waking up. From the Independent, a man was accidentally circumcised after a hospital mistakenly carried out the wrong procedure. The patient was supposed to have a uh, cystoscopy. A procedure which examines inside the bladder using a thin camera. But surgeons instead removed his foreskin after mixing up his medical notes with another patient who was meant to have a circumcision in September 2018. That's a bitch, innit? Mm. Wow. I hope he's going to get a significant payout. The error was one of eight, quote, never events, quote, which took place at University Hospitals of Leicester NHS Trust last year. A Leicester City Clinical Commissioning Group report revealed the trust said it was deeply sorry and it was committed to learning and improving. I should hope so. It did not provide an answer when asked how the circumcision incident was allowed to happen. Well, it, things, Stress, isn't it? Things, it yeah. could have been a lot fucking worse. It could have been. It? it could have been fucking. Well, yeah, but I'd, still be, I'd, I'd be I mean, pretty upset if I woke up without before. So yeah. Not expecting. Not it good, is it? That's not good. But it could have been worse. It could yeah. have been a lot worse. But they could have took his heart out. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Put a pig's heart. <laughs> <laughs> but you're done. <laughs> they could have him for organs. I came in for a fucking biopsy or whatever. They, they, they could have literally just taken his organs. Well, Alex Jones says they do. Well, allegedly. We'll get on to him. I love the answer, never events. I love that quote. Yeah. It never happened, that. Nope, nope, nope. It did, though, but that's what we're calling it. Never. It could have been a lot worse. Could have been a hell of a lot worse. Yeah. I mean, you might have woke up with any legs. <laughs> you don't know, do you? It could have. They could have like transitioned him. <laughs> yeah. They woke up with a uh, fake vagina and two <laughs> silicone oh, breasts. Then he would have. would be immediately distracted by the breasts. <laughs> <laughs> Long term, it's not good. Just you become a lesbian. Oh, there is that. But, you know. So, yeah. Uh, I, poor bastard. Or identify as a lesbian, so not become a lesbian. Identify as a lesbian. Well, yeah. Got to cover our tracks now. <laughs> I think this guy is, is unlucky as fuck. So do I. Uh, but could have worse. I mean, circumcision. It's not that bad. Well, I suppose thing, look on it? the bright side. He's it's not been that bad. Been circumcised, that sucks for him, but also I imagine he's going to get some compo. Oh, yeah. It's uh, a feel good story, in a way. Yeah, how <laughs> much is a foreskin there? Well, that's not how much is it? If you haven't been circumcised all your life, then all of a sudden, you know, you're in your late 30s, you get circumcised. It's all going to be a bit sensitive down there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Without getting too graphic. How uh, much is that for? Skin in the wind. Is that the one where South Koreans are injecting into people's faces? Yeah, yeah they do, don't they? To make you look young. Ah, right, okay, we'll go next. Oh, who wants this one? Come well, on then, all of it. 
it really is a rough life. Disturbing new dog grooming trends sees pet owners putting glitter on their pooches' balls. Oh, for fuck's sake! <laughs> Much to the horror of animal lovers everywhere. Why? The trend, Why? <laughs> the trend was noticed by Royal Paws Pet Salon in High Point, North Carolina. The look is reportedly created with edible glitter attached with corn syrup. It remains unclear why dog owners would want to glitter their testicles. Surely the dogs are going to lick it all up and it won't be good for them. Mm. Oh, that's see just... a picture? Oh, go on then. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> I mean, I was thinking, like, a better spot. I was thinking, at like, most, it'll be like, you know, a Christmas card glitter. No, the occasional dog's bit. entire balls yeah. are bright blue they and glittery. Are. You're like, well... <laughs> Why would you want to notice your dog's balls? Well, these are obviously fabulous people who want their dogs ah, to be That, to me, looks like a poodle. It's yeah, always exactly, a shaved poodle. Yeah. I ain't doing that to Max. So, you know, you've got to be a special kind of arsehole to... Yeah. <laughs> that's, not a, that's not a poodle. There's golden bollocks. Mike, <laughs> oh. can, can we start looking at it? Why is the dog's bollocks? <laughs> 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 Oh, shit. Isn't that a curious <laughs> phrase, the dog's bollocks? <laughs> yeah, why are they so good? Like, why, if, mm. for, this is abroad. It's a phrase, oh yeah, if I say, that's the dog's bollocks, that means that uh, that's like the best thing going. Yeah. No. But bollocks is bad. Yeah, but the dog's bollocks for some reason are good. good. Maybe because they're covered in glitter. <laughs> the mutts nuts. The some, mutts nuts. Some of the comments, Diane Dalto said, too funny, glad it's edible. Or is she going to lick, lick the edible glitter off her dog's balls? I think she means that for the dog, doesn't she? I, I hope so. <laughs> they have a very special relationship. Emily Jones says, please stop touching your dog's genitals and don't do this. <laughs> very, I concur. Yeah, concur. me too. There's no part of me that's ever thought, you know what? Really think Max's ball should be covered in glitter? It'll stop me from looking at them. I'll notice them less if they look like a disco ball. <laughs> yeah, not that they're, they're black as it is and blend into him. But no, no, I should make them stand out more. Maybe have them covered in gl golden glitter. Oh, so he looks like a fucking disco ball every time he lays his back. Don't call your dog Gary. <laughs> <laughs> I bet someone's going to call Gary. He's had it done. Uh, just when you think shit can't get any weird. No, fuck up! <laughs> Jimmy did. Jimmy oh, wanted to be in that game. He sings out of his cell. He was too, of course he does to himself <laughs> to keep himself yeah. going. You wanna be in my. Just hear this eerily <laughs> sung lingering over the prison's <laughs> being repeatedly raped in a Taiwanese jail. I'm the leader of my gang. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, Alright, what's next? Enough of dogs bollocks. <laughs> Let's move on to some more bollocks. The gas. Oh, you're trolling me. <laughs> yeah, go on, you get to read it. <coughs> 2019 Autonomous Vehicles Readiness Index KPMG Global. Ooh. Who are... What does yeah, that stand for? No idea. Maybe they'll tell us <laughs> as we get ahead. I think it's the name of the website, home.kpmg. So. Since the first Autonomous Vehicles Readiness Index 
was published in January 2018, there has been a huge acceleration in investment in AV technology. Policy adaption by governments to encourage AVs, excuse me, and media coverage of the topic. Hey, you doing too? Hey, I'm the only one this episode. Not in the middle of a word, though. <laughs> That's how I roll, man. Uh, sorry, I, we're not professionals. That's here. how I roll. And I the 2019... You belt, you carry on. That's how you say that's professionalism. The 2019 <laughs> AVRI adds five new countries, Czech Republic, Hungary, Finland, Israel and Norway for a total of 25 new measures, including a consumer opinion poll on AVs and provides greater insights into individual countries, drawing on the expertise of colleagues across the KPMG network. Once again, the Netherlands, Netherlands ranked number one. Notably, it is working with neighbouring countries to launch huge platoons of driverless trucks to transport flowers on major tulip corridor routes from Amsterdam to Antwerp and Rotterdam to the Ruhr Valley. Of they bring us back to fucking mm. autonomous cars, isn't it? Well, I did say... We were earlier, talking off air, weren't we? I could see it happening like that on motorways, on long distances and trucks, but I can't see your average citizen taking it up quite so readily like these companies it's going to make sense you could send it up and down a motorway but fucking London like it's yeah. too complex man it, well the next paragraph Singapore a powerhouse of technolo technological innovation ranked number two with a leading university it has created a test town for driverless vehicles complete with traffic lights bus stops skyscrapers and a rain machine that recreates its stormy <laughs> tropical weather. How mental is that? Yeah. It's <coughs> a fucking test. Well, they've got to make sure it fucking works before they... Well, yeah, that's true. Well, yeah. Jesus Christ. Well, it's, that's what I mean. It's you so say it can't be done. They just set up a test time with traffic lights, bus stops, skyscrapers, a fucking rain machine. <laughs> they made a rain machine, guys. Rain wizard. I'm not <laughs> saying it can't be done. I'm just saying it's not going to... I can't see 90% of people taking it up in 20 years. I could be, of course, I could no, be. No, because it'll break into the thing. Is the problem? But, it won't break into everyone's life, but mm. the first places it breaks into will be your big fucking mm. delivery companies. Mm. Yeah, your firm might have to have you in there for the thirty years, forty years, but eventually, I hope not. Them government subsidiaries will kick in. You mm. get the the diesel powered uh, vans off the road, and there you go. Well, trade this in. Was it? No, they try to kick out the car industry. Mm. You know, the government will subsidise your knackered old bangers like 1,500 quid or something like that. Yeah, but it'll still... Oh, I don't know, I'll just be repeating myself and we've done this on previous episodes, just about the complexity of of it getting to a location. Then what does it do? You're still going to need a bloke in there to deal with the load. I'm just trying to give you proof of where it's... Of what has happened to think of Netherlands and Singapore, Norway, the country legalised AV testing on public roads in January 2018, giving clarity for providers and leading to trial bus services in several locations. Wow. As a result of significant tax breaks, 40% of new cars sold in Norway are electric, many having some autonomous functionality. United States, individual states including Ohio, Michigan and Massachusetts are working to encourage AV development and adoption by opening access to roads and setting up a single coordinating organisation. Mm. So that's still an early... Yeah, but I'm not saying that I said... I mean, I think it'll, if that's the way it's going, that's the way it's going, but mm. I don't think it's going to be as quick as 
That sounds mental. In 20 years, 90% of cars will be driverless, or well, not driverless, autonomous. I don't understand how the economy of it will work, or like how. It'll be. A, I think it'll be a very quick change, to be honest. Mm. In many ways, for the big firms, they just literally go in the yeah. space of months. I mean, even my company, which is, yeah, it's like the third or fourth biggest office workplace suppliers company in the country. Mm. In, in London, we've, we've got three or four depots in London. Mm -hmm. They're all electric vans now. Yeah, they're not autonomous, mm -hmm. but they're electric. And that would have been unheard of two, three, four years ago. That's very true. They're doing a long day. Mm. I had a company... Going through a major busy central city. You know, London's traffic is traffic backlogged as anywhere else in the Think world. How many car that's what I mean. Look how many cars there is there. How could it all, in 20 years, or they're all... I think it's technology's moving that fast with the electric mm. cars. I and mean, you've got people George still top, want George, to drive. George top gear. Some, yeah, yeah. I'm, just, I'm not debating mm. it. Some people will still want to. Can you imagine Jeremy Clarkson not driving? Well, no, he, but he, he would be against that, it. There's certain there's people a, a, would love driving, and that's yeah. fine. Fair and, and there will always be those people who are petrol yeah. heads, and the, the, the amount of pe petrol cars. It'll be a hobby. It'll be a hobby. Yeah, that's it. It'll be. It'll be like having a classic car. Be more than ten percent of people. And you won't be able to have it on the road, but you have to pay extra tax yeah, and stuff, and carbon yeah. taxes. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah. yeah you were on the road. Pay, it would, to get it on the road to tax it for six months would cost a fucking fortune, because at the end of the day, all you do is drive to shows and back. So a lot of scrapped vehicles in twenty years. It is, okay. all that metal's recycled. Yeah, billions, it's literally billions of vehicles. Of course it is. Yeah, recycled, mate. But, I mean, there's, there's a Tesla now. That, uh, I don't. I saw it on one of the new Top Gear episodes, and uh, mm. this guy went, one of them went to America, and he drove this Tesla. And while you're driving around, it's a nice, comfortable saloon car, it handles exactly the way it should, and it's got the right amount of power. And then he goes to this racetrack, or a drag strip track, and he like, he hammers the fucking power up, mm. race mode and all this, and and he beats a conventional car that's tooled out for that exact kind of uh, race, mm. and he thrashes it. Mm. And he literally thrashes it. Yeah. And it's so much lighter as well. well. Of course, it's lighter, but it's just so that power, the petrol engine, can be replicated now. Mm. And it, it will be implemented because we're in a capitalist society that seeks for profit. More profit is gained when you have less workers, less overheads. Of course. Autonomous solar-powered cars are the way of the future. That's it. Produced by robots. It's going to happen. You hop in, you scan your fucking since chip in your wrist because we'll have the mark of the beast by then. Since when has capitalism ever gone, there's profit to be made there, you know what? We better not touch yeah. it. Never. And all they're going to do is milk the oil while they can. Yeah. Cram as, get as much out of the ground until it's... Run it. This technology is already fucking around. Yeah, it already is. The whole, I mean, some guy. Uh, there's always tales of some guy people that have made stuff that yeah, you know, they've mysteriously disappeared after. And there's a guy in the eighties in America that that, that made a car that ran water. Yeah, and he's yeah. on the all the news programs. Yeah, um, and what happened? Where's that engine now? Well, we'll see. It's either on a shelf somewhere because he sold it for a massive amount of money. Or he's he's dead and that engine's on fire or was on fire. Yep. Right. So let's finish on Full Alex, the favourite game show in this flat, where Mike will find us two random weirdos from the internet that he's found this week, and he pits them against the arch saint of insanity himself, <laughs> Saint Alex Jones, in a battle royale to decide who goes 
Full Alex. Were you trying to get crazy with this scene? Don't you know I'm local? So who's up first, Mike? First up, we've got Dave Jandit. Is he a newcomer? No, I think he's been on before. He says the deep state will start carrying out false flag terror attacks. Okay, wow, well, this could get crazy. You oh, yeah. can put nothing past these deep state players. I can tell you, in a word to describe the deep state and the players in the deep state, and I mean this, and I, people think this is hyperbole, it's not. They're evil. And they will do anything and everything to maintain, maintain power. And if that means a large loss of life of Americans or people around the world, they will not bat an eye in doing that. And this, and people have to realize who our enemy is. This is the big, the the biggest and most important part of winning a war. You have to know your enemy, what your enemy is capable of, and what your enemy's strengths and weaknesses are. President Trump is a student of Sun Tzu, the, the great Chinese general. Yes, yeah, so sure. What you're seeing is President Trump implementing many of the of the logistics, many of the philosophies of Sun Tzu, so that the freedom movement can win this war. So, what to anticipate from the deep state? Uh, don't put a, a large false flag, a large terror event, terror event, or many terror events. Don't put that out of the realm of possibilities. Well, the deep state, man. It's going to get you. It's going to get you. Well, I think the most insane part of that is the idea that fucking Trump is a student of anything. <laughs> Especially fucking I, Sun Tzu. I, I find it hard to believe that Donald Trump has read a book with more than 600 pages in it. Yes, I'm sure of... the art of war is about 600 pages. I think, he's, I think he... he read was like Johnny Yellow. Yeah. <laughs> fucking nursery school. Oh, fuck. fuck. And but also, that man's got a strange face. I don't like it. He looks like a fish. <laughs> he looks like a paedophile fish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he does. Well, that was just... A Sorry, uh, allegedly looks yeah. like it. Can't sue us now. Strong entry. Yeah, strong. strong. I like it. I'm actually with him a little bit. Well, oh, my the, deep state, the deep state false flags. Well, yeah. I'm with that. I'm with that I all think, the way. I we know that. See, yeah, yeah, done it fucking time yes. again. Are we talking sort of your yeah, big-ass false flags? Or are we talking that place that sounds like sandy fuck... Don't fucking say it. Don't say it. That's why I'm not saying it. Yeah, because... Um, you know, we're obviously talking... Obviously not that. Obviously not that. Are we talking, you know... That one happened. Or, or the Boston Marathon. Mm. You know, that's dangerous territory right there. Is yeah, all right. Um, Pearl Harbor, probably a false flag, yeah. Operation Northwoods, planned yeah. false flag. Well, Fandy Cook... Not a false flag. Go for Tonkin, yeah. false flag. Yeah. Um, what was the one that sinking of the Lusitania? False flag. Yeah, I don't think they're shooting. 9-11, false flag. I mean, 
they have a got legend false flag. They have got a track record. That's all I'm saying. Yes, he's they saying, have. But he's well, on the, he's Trump on the, being a <laughs> Trump. <Trump's> a student. <laughs> Trump being a student of anybody. That isn't fucking Ronald McDonald. You can't read that book. Or the Hamburglar. <laughs> Boys, you, you know I can be a bit of military history, didn't you? you know, I'm a bit of a uh, bit of a historian. I've tried to read the R War, <laughs> gave it 130 pages, got bored as fuck. Well, if I yeah. get, So if that bit, he qualifies... <laughs> that bit he said about Trump, he definitely qualifies in my book uh, for being a lunatic. Definitely. Well, we'll see, see right, what's next. Who's next? Who's next? Okay, I searched the archives for a classic Pat Robertson. Oh, <laughs> no. Pat it, Robertson. His opinion on AIDS. Oh, Are you ready? Oh, this is going to be, this is, this could win it. I'm planning to go on a mission trip to Kenya in December. I believe that God heals today and I'm not consumed about the chance of contracting Ebola. I'm also a person who's willing to take practical precautions. However, some friends of mine think that my decision to travel is foolish during this season, saying that I'm... I've got my faith in God. Protect me from Ebola, but I'm also taking practical precautions. So I'm getting the vaccinations because I don't believe in God that much. <laughs> Crack Just on. Just on the safe side. However, some friends and family think that my decision to travel is foolish during this season, saying that I'm testing God and asking if I have a death wish. What do you think? I do not believe I'm being foolish and I want to honor those around me, but I want to follow God's call in my life most of all. Do you think there are undue risks that we do not know about and the dangers are higher than perceived here in America? Um, not in Kenya. Um, you, you might get AIDS in Kenya. People have AIDS. you got to be careful. I mean, the towels can have AIDS. The towels! Uh, the towels! The towels can have AIDS! Did he say you know, towels? I've never heard that before. <laughs> Ever. I've heard. You can't catch him from a towel! Unless <laughs> you shove it up your ass. <laughs> wow. Unless it's covered in blood and you smear your face in it. Suck the towel. Yeah. That's different. <laughs> yeah, that's um. <laughs> I just love. He just goes no, not in Kenya. We can get AIDS from Kenya. <laughs> it's a really long, complicated question. <laughs> He's just saying no. The towels have AIDS. <laughs> oh, just don't fucking you take your own towel. <laughs> yeah, don't don't let fucking anyone else use it. Just keep your own towel for yourself. <laughs> Don't <laughs> stick anything up your bum without a Johnny and you'll be alright. Uh, I bet Pat's had it up the, uh, the back side of that Johnny oh. before we <laughs> The way he's sitting. <laughs> oh, I don't know, he's a fucking... I'll guarantee you, he's had more than one homosexual experience in his life. <laughs> I'll fucking guarantee you. <laughs> I'll put money on that. No. <laughs> 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 He became president. <laughs> yeah, he won some yeah. states. I mean, for fuck's sake! Oh, I mean, imagine if that fucker had been president for four years. He's definitely the world would just be a fucking barren cloud oh, of ash. He's definitely been to Beeman Grove, hasn't he? And, uh, oh yeah. Had some uh, hookers shipped in, probably young boy hookers. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> well, not Kenyan boys though. <laughs> With the towels. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe he likes it dangerous. What's in that suitcase, so, boy? He didn't bring a towel, did he? It's like Russian roulette for them fuckers. They line up six, one's got AIDS. Oh, man. Well, 
He's just obviously a bit of a fucking... <laughs> he's always a lunatic. That's what Alex is going to say. Alex Jones uh, on Joe Rogan about his encounter with a satanic cult. They're cheerleaders, Alex. Well, they're cheerleaders. I remember when I was going up to Rockwell, Texas, I ran into like a satanic cult. I was like, God, this girl's a senior in high school. She's super hot. I'm in, I'm in, I'm in, uh, they were. I'm in ninth grade and like she's picking me up in her Mercedes and I'm taking me some mansion. The sex with her is incredible. And I'm walking out of the house because I was like, I was about 16 when I was, you know, 13. And the dad goes, you like screwing my daughter? Yeah, I screw her too. Whoa. And just as soon as you join us, you love Lucifer, you get all the whatever you want, boy, because we want you. But, but, really? but, oh yeah, but that's, that, yeah, and I have an incredible life. Look what I do now. But the point is, is that, you know, you're in LA, you know about all this. But the point is, is I don't that, know about all that. The point is, is that then the Satanist, because I never really got into Satanists, and they said, well, I said, well, what do you want? Because I don't want to be, you know, well, we want you to kill your dog. And so the point is, is that now, all these years later, kill a loving thing that serves you, cares about you, is interface. Dogs are very psychic. They're psychic buffers. Dogs are able to, like, interface with you. And they want you to take something that's ready to die for you, and they yeah. want you to kill that. That's like killing a child. A dog is very similar to a child. Yeah. Very spiritual, very holy, you know, very good. A dog will take on its master's aura, and it can be evil, but... There you go, that's it. Well, well he's well enough for me. <laughs> Um, I kind of agree with him that dogs kind of know what you're going on about. Yeah. That way, you know. Maybe they're a psychic buffer, but certainly they know what you're on about. I'm not sure how much I interface with... But uh, <laughs> at the same time, yeah. Alex wow. Jones, 13, look 16, banging... Satanic cheerleaders. Satanic cheerleaders. It's complete fabrication. I mean, you like fucking my daughter? <laughs> I'm yeah. too. too. <laughs> Join us, boy, and get... I'll tell you what. Okay, let's go through it again. It's a complete fabrication. What so, about Dave Jander? Well, I mean, Trump's a... Trump's the art of war. Well, he's talking bollocks, clearly, but I don't think he's, he's that crazy. Nah, because I think the deep state is a thing. I don't know if it's evil. Well, my, I don't know. I mean, uh, well, let's, we assume it is. Well, man... It was certainly not working in our best interest. I think it's more black and white than good and evil, but I'd I'd probably uh, say more on the evil side, yeah. I want to say that it's it's not working to the likes of (laughs) our best interests. Us three sat here. If you're rich, it's working to your best interest. Especially as we're investigative broadcast journalists as well, so they particularly... They're not like us. Exactly, we're so close to the truth, so very often. (laughs) Pat Robertson is usual... (laughs) <laughs> brand of batshit Sally hey get AIDS to a towel <laughs> crack on um, AIDS to a towel and Alex encountering satanic sex cults when he's 13 well oh, my mother's an Alex yeah. and for Alex I mean Robinson's a close fuck he's always a fuck he's Pat Robinson is the perennial runner-up in the show. If this is called Never Go Full Pat, right, he'd be the winner every week. But uh, there's no more Pat than Pat. Racist Pat, racist Pat. Racist Pat and his only white cat. <laughs> Aryan cat. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, that's the thing with Pat. He's 
He's your granddad, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, it's not mine. <laughs> He's your slightly batty racist granddad. Yeah, but I mean, people take that his words as gospel. That's what I mean. He's dangerous. In, this, in Britain, you stick him at the table, he waffles on, you just all ignore him. In America, in America he's got a TV show. <laughs> the towel's got ends. <laughs> Oh dear. Alex wins then. Alex and me, yeah. I'll vote for Pat. Someone's got him. I mean, don't get me wrong. I think we should get a t shirt printed with Ains towel on. You better want to buy a t shirt with the words Ains towel on and then picture of a towel, maybe. But always contact us. Ains towel. <laughs> Wear it for festival. Wear it for festival uh. communal showers. <laughs> what the fuck's he on? How did they get on the? Hang towel? on. What about a black towel, right? But with in white lettering, AIDS towel. <laughs> and same people steal that at the swimming baths. <laughs> <laughs> No one's ever going to touch Exactly. You have that towel for life. (laughs) (laughs) I think think that could be a fucking winner. You could make hundreds. Um, We'll we'll see you in the dragon's den. (laughs) (laughs) The unsustainable towel. Why has it got some sort of tracking technology? No, it just says... Eight scrawled in my own blood. <laughs> <laughs> Prove me wrong. No one's doing that. I don't want to touch it. See? <laughs> Give us your money. <laughs> Do you want to touch it? Don't fuck off, see? <laughs> uh, well, fuck There's the funding for the Solar War now. <laughs> Aids Town. Aids Town Limited. Town. <laughs> <laughs> Kenyan Aids Town. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I'm talking to Pat. Fuck it. <laughs> yeah, Pat wins. <laughs> After that little exchange, yeah. Pat wins. <laughs> That's insanity it goes to. Yeah, we, we didn't miss out the fact that the woman was going on about a boner. He's so blase about it. <laughs> no, you don't get that. It's getting here. What's your boner? You're fine. Eats him a towel, though. <laughs> yeah, what he has, he's won it. It's more batshit insane. I think so. Fair enough. Pat wins. Pat gets his first fucking crowd. <laughs> Uh, oh. all right yeah so uh <laughs> we'll have some more classic pat in the future <laughs> yeah i think so thank you for listening uh i've been bad <laughs> <laughs> sorry don't do the favorite don't do the call thanks for listening <laughs> i think oh. that's free biff talent thanks i've been mike thanks for listening peace out may the force be with you